welcome to Hive Mind. We, ha- I'm here with Emily, first of all. Oh, hi. Because we're here to talk about the third hour of the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City reunion. And we have a special guest today. We have Allison Borens. You know her as Suge Knight on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Allison, thanks for being here. Hey, Allison. Thanks for allowing me. Our pleasure. Um, after oh, we do this recap, we have a special treat. We have an interview with a close friend of Heather Gay, Paige Smith. Uh, she has some deets for us about Heather and her marriage and the lead up to filming. And I hope you stick around and listen because I thought it was fascinating. But before we get there, we need to talk about what happened on Wednesday night. And I got to tell you, I hated every minute of this hour of the reunion. Oh, that is so interesting because the, I hated the second one. And this one, I was like, you know what? I feel a lot. I'm shocked at how I feel. Okay, well, tell me how you felt. Okay, well, my husband never listens to our podcast. Like, I don't want to make you feel bad, but he's just not interested. Steven listens to the beginning and end because that's where the intro music and the outro music <laughs> yeah, belong. Yeah, but Eddie's like, he doesn't care. Um, <laughs> but last week, he decided to get supportive, which is great. And he started listening to it. And he was like, the thing is, when you talk about Mary, you're incoherent. He's like, you can't have, you start, he's like, you start sentences and then you just trail off and you go on these roundabout conversations because you seem really upset about Mary. And I was like, that's the thing, the, the, how I feel about Mary, even now I'm getting tongue tied. It makes me flustered because of how strongly I dislike a stranger. That being said, I kind of liked Mary in season, this third one. I actually was like. Is Mary kind of cool now? She was way chiller, and she had some good things to say. She clearly hates her husband, and I loved to see that in her action. Oh, my gosh. I hated it so much. When she kept <laughs> scolding him. She hates her husband. She hates her husband so much. She really, like, she just does not like him as a person. Stop being embarrassing. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It was awful. But I was, like, kind of into Mary, and I never thought I'd say that. Oh, my gosh. I hated it. I thought she really nailed Jen's personality. When she was like, you come in, you feel deep, and you come in hot, and I think you regret it. And I was like, how you talked about Jen is exactly right. I liked Mary. Remember when she called the cousins inbred? I just <laughs> liked Mary. Inbreded. Inbreded. I just liked Mary this time. I was into it. I kind of liked having the husbands. I This was, I've been like, I can't wait for the housewives to be over because I am sick of spending time with these B words. But now I'm like you know what? I'm back. Because you guys were really enjoyable. Really? Because after this episode, I was like, good riddance. Oh, Coach Shaw was here and that goes a long way. Coach Shaw, I actually did not like some of the stuff Coach Shaw did. I did not like that he was apologizing on behalf of his wife. Okay, well, here's what did bother me about Coach Shaw, and I hate to admit it. Because what I did like was when he was saying, when Jen said she was coming on The Housewives, I was like, that's fine. I'm not getting involved. Because there there are a few things I hate more than a housewife husband that gets involved. It's so annoying when they get involved. Like, what's his face? Alex? What's his name? McCoy? Is that his name? That's the girl. What's what's her, her husband's, husband's name? I mean, he hasn't been on for like seven years. I know, I but remember. he was so weird. He I can't so, stop thinking yeah, about Alex him. Alex McCord. And McCord. her husband, he was like from Holland, right? Something like that. No, just England. What? Really? Yeah, he's just British. He's got a real but weird they have a French UK oh, vibe. Oh, oh, pair. Oh, pair. I can't remember him. Yeah, he sucked. Um, like, I don't hate this person, but like Lisa Vanderpump's husband got involved in fights. And I, just I like him. Yesterday, he was. she was in a fight with Kyle Richards and he walked in the kitchen and just started going, you're not her friend. Yeah, Get he got involved. He kept yelling, goodbye, Kyle. And <laughs> I kind of love that. Actually. Yeah, it was awesome. And I'm like, I 
do. Like, he really does seem to love his wife, so he gets involved. But I'm like, I don't like when they get involved that much because that's not their storyline. Yeah. And when husbands hate each other, I'm like, I'm not here for this and I don't care. Yeah. Like, I just want to see your wife's fight and you stay out of it. So I did like that he said that, but then at the same time, he immediately apologizes for Jen. But... I'm mad anytime they apologize about calling Mary a grandpa intercourser because it's true and it's hilarious. Yeah, the husband came on and he was like, I've seen all that grandpa junk online. And it's like, it's your grandpa. What do you mean it's it's real? It's like, not our fault. Yeah, you're the one that married the granddaughter of your, your widow or your yeah. deceased wife. Yeah, yeah. I wid- Widow's a woman. Widower. Widower. But Whatever. She dead. Mom is dead. Yeah. And he married the baby. Remember how we called her mama? Anyway, I was I was into one things. I loved when Andy asked Lisa's husband John, like, hey, did Lisa help you get prepared for today? And I was like, I think that's Bray Dances. Yeah, she did. Because he also looked insane. Every time Lisa's hands come on screen, I can't process it. And you know, your brain just kind of shuts down. Yeah. It's like the visual, the whatever brain, eye to brain thing malfunction. When someone asked me, did you see Lisa's hands? I was like, what? <laughs> like, what? Do you, like, I, yeah, everyone here saw Lisa's hands. It's asking, like, do you need to breathe air to survive? We all saw Lisa's hands. They're insane. Um, Justin Rose oh. and that necklace. I can't. That necklace. I, 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 I really... He's just so gross He's to me. He's disgusting. <laughs> and that necklace is really the cherry on top of that disgusting Sunday. What is that? It's him. That necklace is him. Oh. Like he this is a man who is having a midlife crisis. There is nothing But he's been having it for, for 10, 10 years. years. Yes, this man has been in a midlife crisis for 10 to 15 years. That necklace says, "I just bought a Mazda Miata. <laughs> I'm going to dye my hair." I mean, it's I've got the biggest house in Daybreak. <laughs> Come see my uh, unattached garage house in Daybreak. <laughs> We're by the lake. <laughs> I just really, Justin is rough to be. He's so hard. Uh, Allison, your thoughts on Justin Rose? Okay, well, I was just thinking, I was like, it's good I'm here because I feel like uh, most of the time I'm consuming media or listening to like the podcast that Maggie's on and then just like texting her my real thoughts. Mm-hmm. And I feel like sometimes they go in and answer it. So I'm just like, I'm just like sending her all my thoughts. Like, I love it. I, well, I mean, I assume it's probably like a. a annoying sometimes no it's the best yeah, but no you never stop thank you i i when i watched that for some reason his mouth i sent you a text immediately and was like why is his mouth creeping me out more than usual did he get filler you think i don't know his teeth are very white yes i don't know maybe it's just something about him you can't i just everyone coming in there uh prepped with their spray tans made them seem like skeezier yeah, yeah. But yeah. very Jersey Shore. Do, yeah, I do like John. He didn't say anything, so it feels like his uh, spray tan was for nothing. Yeah. I think John might be my favorite cast member. I, I, John, I will say, I think Lisa and Jen are different people when their husbands around. Yes, They're much more. Yes, much more likable people. Both much calmer. Jen, I do think that just Justin. What's his name? What's her husband's name? Which John. one? John. John. He's chill. Yeah, he he is chilling. He's not just chilled. He is chilling the entire time. He's always four minutes from falling asleep. I'm like, look, they might get divorced, so I might. I think they're going to make it. They oh. seem to have a very good yin and yang. Yeah, she absolutely. She is high strung and emotional, and he is calm and the least emotional person I've ever seen. The least television. surprising thing we heard, though, was this was his second wife. There's a different mentality with a second I, wife. 
Yes, that wasn't surprising. As soon as she said it, I was like, that feels right. That feels exactly right. Because Lisa would be hard to be married to. So I feel like he probably had to have a marriage fail to realize like, oh, she's worth the payoff of what I love about her. Yes. It's not as like, he's been married. He understands the, until you're married, you don't know what you're going to fight about. He kind of understands what they're going to fight about. And he sees they can work past it because she's intense in so many different ways. I really liked him. When he held up his Rolex, I died. Like, he just is going with it. He's like, oh, yeah, here's my Rolex. (laughs) Okay, so let's talk about divorce because divorce was the theme of this hour. First 10 minutes. But then it comes up later. Yeah, where Heather, Lisa was, like, trying to make it sound like it's not a big deal in Mormonism, and then Heather kind of took it personally. For no reason whatsoever. Heather taking something personally, another least surprising thing a a cornerstone of this entire reunion (laughs) so why does it come up in the first place well justin justin talks about his letter the way the way they talk about mormons and the church makes me so embarrassed like wait everyone in the world's gonna think we give we send letters and it ruins your life like (laughs) to anyone who gets divorced yes and the thing that really bothers me about the rose gays is they manipulate things like the mormon church is bad enough already okay that's one thing already just leave it the bad stuff they do it's bad enough and we're we're aware of it we know that don't add more bad stuff that they're actually not doing so justin was talking about his status at church and was saying well i got a letter because we got i got divorced and he wants to frame it like that's why he got a letter and heather jumps on that like i could get a letter and i'm like you don't get a letter there i know um this is i think lisa's whole point i know one million divorced people my husband's divorced i'm married to him like he never got a letter we probably 50 percent of mormons have been divorced you got a letter because you had an (laughs) extramarital affair (laughs) and impregnated a co-worker of yours you didn't get a letter because you got divorced and i'm like heather if you get a letter it's not because you got divorced it's because you buy your kids like alcohol <laughs> I, to get blackout drunk, like you've suggested. Like that's not letters aren't just out everywhere. And by the way, these letters aren't. I don't get this is devastating. I don't. This is a personal rant. Why do you care? Like you, you know what I mean? Like you don't agree with the church. You don't. And I get it's a lot of how you were bring. But if you feel great about your life, why do you care? That's not a part I of mean, your life I, in that I way. I understand why it would be. It would feel. Like the final nail in the coffin that you didn't build, but you did. That's what that. But that's you what's built most me. of it, right? And you're laying in it, but then someone else comes and nails it down. And it's like, was I ready for that final step? I'm yeah, not exactly sure. I get, I get it, and I know how I sound, and I hate how I sound, but I'm still like, you chose a life you're happy with. I mean, it doesn't make you feel a little sad because like, this part of your life is over, right? Of course, but like, you feel great. I just. I Justin and Whitney are trying to make themselves look like victims. A hundred percent. And it makes me mad because, as I mentioned, there are enough honest to goodness victims of the Mormon church. Yeah. There are real victims of the Mormon church. They are not victims. No. They, and neither is Heather. They made their choices. You guys make your choices. And if you feel great and you're happy, be happy. But, like, Justin crying about a letter on national TV. That he got ten years ago. I want to punch him in the face. <laughs> and I'm not a violent person, Meg. Allison, your thoughts. Um. Yeah, I pretty much just agree that Heather... Um, is not going to get the same letter, so it was an interesting moment. Um, I And also tying into that is when later when Lisa acts like she's choked, well, she might have been really choked up, but she's talking about Seth and Meredith. Also, first of all, 
Seth looked really good. I know this is we're behind this discussion, but Seth looked really good in that. I just wanted to give him a credit where it's due. And so did Meredith. Meredith's makeup was fire. That's true. Meredith's face, her hair is really great. Yeah. But what, did you notice in Justin's office, they have like blurred out Seth? elementary, sorry, Seth's office. They have like these blurred out elementary like world maps. Yeah, it was weird. They, they in a lot of the franchises I've no, that I've watched, I haven't watched a ton, but they will like blur out the art on their walls. Where does he work? Can't someone tell me where this guy works? He didn't he explain it. it? An erotic said, art gallery, maybe. <laughs> An erotic mapping Porn art hub. gallery. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I think it's fine. I think he's fine. I didn't hate Seth. No, it was fine. I, I love that Meredith is on the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City and refuses to talk about her life. It is my favorite thing about her: her complete denial that she's on reality TV. Like, do your job, Meredith. Like, I feel like Meredith is like someone who's like, I really want to be a teacher, but what I'm really not interested in is grading papers. It's like, well, then you actually don't want to be a teacher. But now that we've kind of spent this much time with her, I agree. I'm actually sort of into it. It's great. It's like a new way to to feel about a housewife, (laughs) which is like, you're not doing your job. You're on notice. And I respect it. I mean, Meredith, though, when... She just is too much sometimes. For someone who doesn't engage, the thing that makes me mad about Meredith is she's that kind of friend that walks away and says, I don't have anything to say, and then yells something at you and then keeps walking. <laughs> and you're like, well, you had something to say. Say it to my face. Let's work it out or don't say it. But she, like when Andy's like, what did you learn this year? And she just goes off about like how she's not going to put up with this crap anymore. And I'm like, what? What? I loved it. You, I have extended <laughs> kindness and grace to all of you, and I have received nothing in return. Incredible. Iconic. I am here for it 100%. So we get into Seth and Meredith's marriage, and they say it's been going great. And she kind of says it with a look in her eyes that suggests it hasn't been going great. But then she says, why would I tell you anything about this? Which, fair, because all they're going to do is talk about it. Yeah, well, duh. That's this whole... That's the whole show. You just yeah. You just made a premise exactly condensed. You're gonna live your life, and we're gonna talk about it. That's the premise of the Real Housewives. That's why we all watch it. We want to watch these women talk about each other. Uh, Lisa starts to get choked up because it was hard for her to see Seth and Meredith separated, and you know she's making it about herself, but still ostensibly about Seth and Meredith. But then Heather just comes in swinging. And gets mad at Lisa because Lisa seems upset about Meredith and Seth's possible divorce. And Heather says, well, then why aren't you upset about my divorce? How can you just say divorce is fine when you're so upset about Meredith and Seth's divorce? And the mental gymnastics Heather had to do to get there is a gold star routine. I mean, it's straight up weather quality. Remember I just... When, like, how did you get Whitney and Heather weather? weather. <laughs> like, how did you get... She has a friend that's getting divorced and she's upset about that to... She doesn't care about you. We've already established that, but she should be upset. It is galaxy brain nonsense. Almost impressive. Yeah. That, yeah. When I was going on that nonsensical rant earlier, that's where I was going with it. Is like, she made the... The thing about the letter about herself. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like, we like Heather. It's very strange that she's doing this. And then Speak she's for making yourself, the, sugar. the divorce. <laughs> okay. Some of us don't like Heather. Okay, I'm here on behalf of Heather. And I'm here to say this is very strange that she's making these, like, 
about her in a very roundabout way. And also it's like, I, like Meg already covered it, but it's like, does Lisa even know your husband to care if you were divorced? Like, that's probably why she cares about Seth and Meredith, just because she knows them but as a unit. That makes a lot of logical sense. Yeah. I just have three things to say to Hitler. Please. Three words. Please. Get a diary. This girl needs to get like write your feelings in a diary and stop sharing every thought that comes through your damn head, Heather. Um, she needs to censor. You can't say everything you think. This is a good tip for life, everyone here. Don't say everything you think because you think some awful things. Yeah, and you think some very insane things. Yeah, and maybe five percent of them should be verbalized. Heather, this reunion. So should keep I some stuff liked, in lockdown. I liked Heather. By the end of the season, I was team Heather. I thought she was great and funny and cool. And this reunion is watching someone just spin out of control in a very uncomfortable way that I don't care for. Yeah, no, I, I think that Heather, I have friends who also, if you will, stand Heather. I don't hate Heather. Heather's always been upper top for me. Sometimes I'm like, you're annoying. Stop making every weird quirk you have a Utah quirk. I resent it. But generally, I'm like, I do like Heather. She's great TV. Yeah. I respect that about her. I think she's kind of a phony. I've said this about the way she talks about her ex-husband behind his back and then how she treats him to his face. I've been very wary. This reunion pushed me so far into not liking Heather. Like, I straight up don't respect her as a person anymore. When she started talking, which we will get into this, but when she started talking about Jen, about how Jen feels about race, I it was over for me and Heather. I well, let's let's talk about it. It was over for me and Heather. I just I'm like, I th- okay. I want to say a lot about this, which you shouldn't say everything you think, but I've been thinking about it, Heather. So they started talking about how Jen feels because she, Andy brings up, you know, Jen, you're you've gotten a lot of heat. Yeah. You don't love that you get a lot of heat because you're thinking because you're a woman of color, it is sort of shifted differently on you. Yeah. And I felt like Jen was just trying to describe her experience and how she felt. Okay. Jen is saying, you guys are calling me aggressive and she's passionate. She's speaking with a lot of emotion. She's getting heated about it because I think it's very personal yeah. And so she's getting heated and Whitney and Heather and Meredith, I'm going to put all three of these dummies, they're telling Jen what she can and cannot say about her own experience. And it really, this is actually what really pissed me off when she said, you guys say I'm aggressive and Heather saying, you're aggressive right now. And like Heather being like, I'm an ally, you know, I always speak up. No, you don't like you just because you come on national TV and say you like black guys and rap music. You're not an ally a listening to what Jen says and maybe taking a minute to not be defensive about her having her own experience would actually be an ally. Like, do you know when we were in like Black Lives Matter like happened in the summer and everyone's like, what if you just listen for a bit? Yeah. What if you stop reposting everything and telling us what books your kids could read? And what if you just listen for half a minute? Because the fact of the matter is you don't know. You don't know. And I did not feel like Jen was calling them racist at all. Like, I was like, I don't feel like she's calling you racist. No, I think that she was very upset about the hypnotist. And if you'll remember, we had that listener reach out and say that watching that hypnotist was very triggering for me because she was telling Jen she was aggressive. And it's the same way women of color are told they're aggressive all the time Mm -hmm. when they're often just misunderstood and their experience is misunderstood and they've had to act a certain way to survive, especially yes. in a place like Utah where they're very much in the minority. Yes. 
I felt it was heartbreaking to watch Jen. When Jen went and talked to her husband, I'm like, this is heartbreaking. Yes. And what we're hearing back is Heather yelling, I don't want to learn. We're having Meredith interrupting her and telling her, like, she's telling her her own experience. And Meredith's language was weirdly coded. She kept saying, you can't make rec- uh, racist accusations, especially in this environment. I, I'm like, it, look, it. I don't feel like, I really did not feel like Jen was calling them racist. I, I really either. didn't. And I don't know what happened on social media. Suge might be able to tell us more. Heather seemed very bent out of shape about stuff that's happening on social media. Do I think that means Jen's a great person who's never being rude? No, of course not. I do think Jen gets rude. I think she gets catty. Of course I do. But I feel like in this instance... Heather was trying to make every bad thing Jen said. She's shoving it into this when I'm like, she's talking about something completely different and let her talk about it because it actually does explain a lot about why she acts the way she does. Yeah. And the fact that Heather's like, I'm not listening. I don't care. I'm an ally. Like all of it just really pushed me over the edge to where I'm like, I don't like you as a person anymore, Heather. Well, and even worse is Whitney calling Justin and saying the racist accusation was made. I'm the one being, what does she say? She said it's just a hard pill to swallow. Well, and she says, I'm the one being accused here or some sort of language where, again, she's turning herself into a victim. It's not about you, Whitney. Well, that's the thing. They all are incapable of not making it about themselves. I really was mad that Andy Cohen did not stick up more for Jen. I felt like he should have been more like, no, let her speak. This is her spot. This is her chance. But I also think Andy Cohen's smart and he knows like... I shouldn't talk about this either because it's hard. I get what Heather and Winnie and Meredith, it's hard to know what the wrong things that you're going to say are. I get that. Yeah. But there's also a lot of room to say the right thing. Like Lisa didn't say anything. I'm going to tell you, I think that was the right thing to say. Half-heartedly kind of tried to like back her up, but it wasn't really like heard or like, I I don't know. It just felt very like she's just, just to try to be like a good friend. But it wasn't really like that aggressive. I mean, she did. She did say, you know, when they were accusing Jen of threatening violence toward (sighs) Whitney when saying, I'm going to throw you in the lake when that's clearly not a real threat. That made me so irate. And this is where Lisa made a really good point. Lisa's like, I say I'm going to slip my wrists all the time. I don't mean it. And she's right. Like no one took that as a credible threat. But because it was coming from Jen. They acted they turned like it, it was. Into this. That, and that right there is your white privilege. That's what I want to be like. You guys are saying, we know white privilege exists, but you did say you wanted to throw me in a lake. I'm like, do you honestly think Jen Shaw is going to kill you and throw you in a lake? <laughs> you know you don't honestly think that. You just made, you want to deflect so bad off of the chance that you said wrong things or you don't understand in a bigger way that you're trying to justify. And I'm like, what you're doing is exactly the problem. You're perpetuating the problem. Don't say you know white privilege exists. Recognize your own white privilege and when you act that way. I don't feel like it's asking that much. Like, you just didn't have to say anything. No, I don't understand what Heather was talking about. I Again, I hate that they're making me follow them on social media. Yeah, me too. I I really begrudge them that. I don't want to get involved in this. Don't make me look up the manatee thing. I don't want to spend that much time on it. Very interested in that Shrek comment. Manatees are cute, though. Manatees are cute. The Shrek thing was a little rough. Yeah. But is it Shrek or is it Fiona? Is what I want to know. Fiona, Fiona's... There's some good there. She's... Yeah. There's she's some good a body-positive queen. I just... The whole thing made me feel really discouraged. 
because and just disgusted. I don't like. I don't like it. I don't like. I don't like it. I don't like how Jen and Whitney acted. I mean, Heather acted. I don't. I think this was a great example of what the the problem is in life. It was like you want to be an ally and you want to help, but you don't want to listen. Yeah, and you want to get really defensive and you want to start saying you can't call me racist when I'm like I did not feel like Jen was saying you were racist. I think Jen was saying you don't understand how I feel. Yeah. And the fact that they just want to shut that down so hard and fast and they take that personal like that Jen is saying other things. I It really bothered me. I have a friend who likes the Housewives a lot and she's never been that into Jen. She's always been a real Heather fan. But mm-hmm. after the Real Housewives reunion three, she sent Jen a DM that was like, I just need you to know, like, I do not like what happened. <laughs> I think you're great. I think you're amazing. And so I she's, I think she got a heart on the comment, but not a comment back. Okay. But that is how I felt. Like, I'm like, we should all be DMing Jen. Yeah. And just be like, you made mistakes. Agreed. Mm-hmm. I don't think everything you've done is void because of how you feel. I think there's some real issues you did. Yeah. Your husband agrees. But I do think a lot of us who watch... Don't understand how you feel. Yeah. How could we? And so we should try and understand how you feel. Or we should shut up while you tell us how you feel. Meredith. we need them to make mistakes. The show would be absolute unwatchable garbage if they didn't make mistakes. Jen carried that entire show on her back. Absolutely. So if we didn't have Jen, we would have no show. Absolutely. (laughs) I wish I would have seen her called Heather Shrek only because... I would love to know the context. Yeah, I just I, th- explain that. Don't make me look it up. I'm so mad that they're making me put in extra hours, you know? Yeah, like I don't, yeah, I just really want to know what the actual facts are because Heather seemed very upset. She was very riled up about this. Yeah. And I was like, is it just the Shrek comment? And again, I just need to understand the context because like Meg, I can't l- not laugh when I hear that. So what exactly and how was it said that it's so upsetting? Oh, yeah. I remember at the beginning of the season, you said that Whitney Rose's husband looks like Trick. So it's like it's coming. It's all coming full circle. I stand by that. Did I say that? Or did yeah. I? Because I no, stand by did. that statement. Because uh, when he was on this, too, I was like, oh, Shrek and Sue. I mean, I don't think Heather looks like Shrek or Manatee. But I just I just think it's funny that it would come to this from when you said yes. he looks like one. Yeah. Heather's beautiful. She is. Yeah. Heather's very pretty. She clearly takes care of herself. She dresses her body pretty well. I think she makes some interesting decisions, but I don't think Heather's unattractive. Who would say she's unattractive? Apparently Jen did. I don't. This is where I'm like, it's very extreme. And Jen was so chilled out, like very chilled Mm -hmm. out that I, and I think she was being very, I thought she was pretty generous with them when she came back. And was like, listen, this is all I was trying to say. And she let it go. And she apologizes to everyone. Yeah, but I, there was a part of me that's like, I wish you would push back on this rec comment just so I could understand the context. Yeah, just tell us what it is. Andy Cohen, tell us what it okay, is. Okay, last thing. Whitney's dad. That was that was a bummer. Um, yeah. You know, it's got to be hard to watch yourself on TV. I wonder if that's part of it. I don't know. Wait, so we did so she said the last time they had spoken was how long ago? Like right before the show started airing. Probably I think November, right? Yeah. She was saying November. So she can't assume that he's seen any of it cuz it's been like he's been MIA. What I was wondering is do, do her siblings like is he missing or is he just not talking to her? Again, tell us more info. 
The info Whitney chooses to give us, though, is insane. She'll tell us a lot about one thing and then leave out a huge chunk of an important storyline. Yes, that's true. I mean, it is definitely a bummer. We all agree. I it's Addiction is so sad. It's hard to watch. I feel for Whitney in that way. But I'm also kind of like, the storyline doesn't make me feel entertained. Right. And I know it's selfish, but I just want something that doesn't bum me out this hard. It's right. a little too real. It's not like the going the girls going to dinner and being like, she said this or that about me. It's like someone's real life is I mean, being ruined. Yeah, it's not you smell like hospital. It's yeah. like this guy is having a difficult time surviving. Yeah. It's just too heavy. It's too heavy. It's not what I want from the show. Would I Now I can't, I feel like I can't even talk about his hair being a wig or not. You know? It's not though. We like. I mean. He is, he is ruining it for us. The <laughs> hair comments. Mm-hmm. Darn it. No. And now I can't even, now, then I feel bad being rude about Whitney. I don't. But I can't help it because Whitney made her own bed. Whitney does enough that she I made her own daybreak daybreak bread. Um, daybreak bed? catch me hanging out at the Taco Bell's and Draper where people are throwing Rolexes out the window. Definitely. Uh, is it the Taco Bell and Draper? It's a Taco Bell. They live in Draper. I just made. Some Can you assumptions. imagine if you found a Rolex? I just a Rolex is a lot of money, and oh, if I'm buying something for my husband and I'm going to toss it out the window, it's not the Rolex. It's like the fountain drink I just picked up for him. You know, I, I okay. I gotta say, when I heard this, when we heard the story originally, I was like, Lisa, you spoiled Brett. When she explained the story, I was like, I would be that mad too. I mean, he forgot her birthday, and that's terrible. But I mean, I would be that the, mad. But my my financial pragmatism, I think, would overtake my anger. In that moment. Yeah, but if you have enough money that you're buying each other Rolexes. Okay, that's fair. Like, it's like you saying you threw a cupcake at your husband. Okay, yeah. Drop in the bucket. I guess this is her cupcake. Okay, that's fair. I mean, I don't know. I can't understand her financials. I'm very interested. No, where is the money coming from? I don't know. Can we also talk about... Is it wolf? Just that one. Wet wolf. What is it called? Fresh wolf. Fresh wolf? Fresh Full moon. Vampire. Wolf moon. Twilight. <laughs> um, another burn that we kind of skimmed past I forgot about was Heather kept bringing up that Jen said she bought her dresses at Dress Barn. <laughs> <laughs> Off the rack. <laughs> and I was like, why are you this mad about that? That's hilarious. The shows that have gotten a shout out are so hilarious. <laughs> Best Buy, Dress yes. Barn, yes. Taco Bell. I mean, it's so hilarious. It's very Utah. Very Utah. Is, does Dress Barn exist other places? Yes. I don't know. Does it? Okay. My, my friend, my roommate is from Bakersfield, California, and I looked straight at her when she said that because she... For some reason, has told me many times she got her prom dress at Dress Barn, oh. so it hit. It really hit home for her. <laughs> Can we see a picture of that? I don't have one. I, we gotta find I'll out. Did she to. like her prom dress? Um, I think actually she said that her mom made her return it because it was too high above her knees. Oh, so, okay. So Dress Barn mm-hmm. has like a really racy streak about it. I guess. <laughs> I, love, I love any clothing store that has the word barn in the title. I like yeah. a clothing store that has what they sell in the title. Yes, yes. What do you want in a dress? Great, we have a whole barn full. Shorts barn. Suit factory, <laughs> like those things that kill me. Like someone just said, you know what? Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> just name it whatever. It's like when you have photos of the food on your menu. Yeah. Like, you no, know, we know what chow mein is. Yeah. 
But, like, I don't, a burrito's not very photogenic, but all right. Okay, great. Here we go. Uh, yeah, that killed me. Also, when Heather said Jen is as fabulous as she is horrifying, that I'm like, that's lot. way worse than being called Shrek, because Shrek is so clearly not true. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, yeah. that manatee in Shrek is so clearly not true. You have to know that can't hurt your feelings. But saying she's horrifying, it was like pretty rude. It was brutal. Jen just took it. I wonder how their relationship is now. They can be friends. Heather yeah. seems really angry. Yeah. But and, but you've you've watched a lot of Housewives. You've seen that they have these explosive fights and then like they, they the next season it. they come back and they're like, we actually saw each other at a charity event and now we're best yeah. friends. Yeah. Well, like they're on weird. Selling Sunset, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's true. They'll be friends when they come back. Actually, I kind of hope not. I kind of like the Lisa Jen team. Oh, yeah. I love that. It's um, an odd couple that I'm here for. I think they're both kind of like Savage. Mm-hmm. And I and like they seem to not really care. I know that Jen's apologizing a lot and she cries sometimes, but I think she's going to keep saying stuff. Oh, for sure. She's not going to change her personality from this. The show would be such a stinker if she changed her personality. Do you no. think her and Mary's new uh, alliance Yeah, is going to last? <sighs> I hope so. It could be kind of incredible. I mean, I hate Mary deeply. Well, Mary's coming back, so we've got to learn to live with her. Yeah, Meg and I had heard Mary wasn't coming back. Now we have it confirmed. Mary's absolutely back. Also, we've heard some other casting rumors. Mm-hmm. Uh, friends of, thanks to a listener for sending this tip. I will absolutely keep your identity private so you can avoid any legal trouble. But word on the street is that both Angie Harrington and my friend Sarah Jane Warner have been cast as friends of the housewives. So I reached out to Sarah Jane. She did not confirm, but she also did not deny. But they were cast last time as friends. And then they were kind of cut out because they added Mary in as a bigger storyline. So is the idea, because I have actually heard from another friend of Angie's that she is more involved next season. Well, the here's what I've heard about Mary. Mary was cast as a friend of, and then everything happened over the summer with protests and Black Lives Matter that they felt like they needed more uh, diversity on the show. And so they re-edited to make Mary more of a cast member. That's why she wasn't on the trip. Yeah. That's funny because I would think that they would want to like start off with her in it a lot because she has such a weird storyline. But I guess after you get past that, it's like, what does she do besides hang out with her uh, maid slash relative mm-hmm. in her closet her indentured servant. Yeah. yeah. All Mary Cousin. has is just very interesting family relationships and that a whole season of Housewives does not make. But, I mean, I kind of, I'm shocked. I hate myself for saying this. Kind of excited to see what happens with Mary. Oh, for sure. Mary hates her husband. So Him bad. on that show was so painful to watch. Yeah, I wanted to die. I the, wanted to cease existing watching their interaction together. I wanted to rewind and watch again because <laughs> it was so hard. Like, them arguing this, like, bickering, I was like, I would just go to my grandma's house to hear this kind of conversation. <laughs> Robert Sr. is terrible on TV. I mean, he is awful on TV. He is not nice. He is not well spoken. He is frazzled. He is not good TV at all. And I love it. And I hope all I hope the entire next season is just Mary interacting with Robert Sr. Yeah, that's I would watch the spin-off of them. I would watch it so hard. Mary saying, I mean, I think I can say some offensive things. <laughs> 
was like, well, that is a, the another understatement. Um, um, I think that's it. Mary fell asleep it. for a minute. Fake. Mary, you're fake, but whatever. I'm still into you. Uh, Meredith, do your job. Heather, you don't need to speak up more. You actually need to get like some introspective therapy. You don't. You're 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 good. We all know how you feel. And I want to love you. I'm very much not on your team anymore. And I hope I get changed. I hope my opinion changes because Heather is, as mentioned, she's very fun TV. So fun. Um, Thank you, everyone, who has taken this journey with us this season. We've had a good time. We're relieved that The Housewives is over for the time being, but we're sad that we won't be doing a Housewives podcast for a while. Yeah, there's ups and downs. Um. I'm really glad we don't have to talk about meatballs for at least six months. Six so. months. We'll Stop see. Stop making meatballs a thing, Heather. <laughs> oh, their meatballs on a stick looked really gross. It looked like poop on a stick. It, it's really disgusting. I'm glad they liked it if they... They could not have. No, that color was not right for a meatball. Don't you feel like a meatball has to have sauce? Oh, for sure. If you're not a saucy meatball, Ew. you're just dried meat. You're just... You're jerky. Yeah, you're yeah. meat turd. Um, thank you so much, everyone, for listening. Please leave us a good rating and review. Stay tuned. Right after this, we have a special interview with friend of Heather Gay, Paige Smith. Um, so stick around for that, and we'll see you soon. Um, okay, Paige, we know that your time is short, so we will just kind of jump into it. You Tell us what your relationship with Heather is. So we, I moved to Huntington Beach in like mm-hmm. 2002, maybe, I guess it was. And when I moved there, I kept hearing from a friend, you've got to meet my friend Heather. You guys are so much alike. And I just thought, oh, you know, everyone says that. <laughs> so we met, she lived, we lived in apartments across from each other. And we met in a parking lot one day and bonded over trading spaces. I'm sure I'm dating myself. You guys probably don't know what that is. I literally just had a conversation yesterday about trading spaces. Do you remember how crazy, like, Vern was always the one I would want? Was Who was the guy? Vern was, he's like a very suave Asian guy. He always made, like, very minimalistic things. Who was the host, though? Ty? Paige. Paige Paige, and then Ty. Okay, yeah. There was a girl before Paige Davis. I can't remember her name, but Paige was the worst. <laughs> oh, the worst. <laughs> she was the worst. You're right. So She went right to our Lily, I saw. But. <laughs> yes. So we, we ended up meeting in a parking lot, and she just was being silly and teasing me. And come to find out, she, she was married. She, had, she was married to Billy. So she had moved down there to be in the singles ward. And I broke with a boyfriend, moved down there, and we met. She was friends with my sister before me, but long story short, she was married, so we didn't spend a lot of time together. And then we hooked back up. I got married like 10 years ago, and she came to my wedding, and it was like the funnest weekend of my life because Heather was there. And if you can imagine, she's even funnier in real life than she is on TV. But so we basically have just been really good friends ever since, and we call each other soul sisters. We're a lot alike in many ways. Um, but she's just been a really good friend to me for a long time. So it's funny you mentioned that she was fun in person. I feel like we only got glimpses of that on the show. 
uh, because so much of the time the show spent on her was spent on her faith transition and her divorce. So tell us how she's different in real life from what we saw this season on The Real Housewives. Well, in real life, she's a million times funnier. And on the show, like, you know, they would show one-liners that were funny. And, like, when she was leaving and she's like, I'm the flapper with the cankles. She's like like that 100% of the time. Like, if she's not like that, she's crying. Okay. Her and I I are a lot of that way. We're either either laughing till we cry or we're crying. Okay. she did, they did spend a lot of time on that, which, you know, I don't, I don't know if anyone wanted to watch that much of that, <laughs> but I mean, I, I don't know. I guess they're in charge of editing, but she's really funny in real life all the time. So do you know how she feels about them spending so much time on that? Um, not necessarily. I know she feels like it's kind of out of her out of her hands what Mm -hmm. they show and like on the nights where they show her being funny obviously you know there's a way better reaction from people Mm -hmm. you know yeah I I think I think she knew going into it you know they could show whatever they wanted so I don't think it surprises her yeah what has been your experience watching her go through this process of filming and having the show air and having people react to it? Um, well, I'll just tell you from my perspective. Uh, obviously, this is my thoughts and not hers, but I am a huge empath. And so for me, it's been really hard to watch. Okay. Mm-hmm. Every, every Wednesday night, I'm nervous because <laughs> I feel like if she says the wrong thing, People are all over her, um, and it's, it, it just really is hard to watch. But it's fun because I know her, and it, and if you know her, you know she's 100% real on the show. Like, she's not acting. She's not playing a storyline. Like, that's who she is. She is, which is, she's come a long way because, like I said, we're a lot alike. And, for example, like, we're, she doesn't like to make people uncomfortable or mad or, you know, she mm-hmm. kind of is a people pleaser. And so it, it was interesting for me to watch when she did, like, be honest about something or not say exactly what people wanted to hear. So I, I thought that was pretty interesting because I, I wouldn't have probably done the same thing. Um, but I... I thought she did a good job. I, you know, I think it's hard to, it's also hard to watch because I feel like if she does one thing, people are like, you need to stick up for yourself. And then if she sticks up for herself, people are like, oh, you were, came super feisty, you know? So it's kind of like you can't please everybody, obviously. And I also, I know she signed up for it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it comes with the territory. But do you for feel, me, it's been sort of hard to watch. I felt like Heather through the season, like when you're saying that's just who she is, I did feel that way. Do you feel like the reunion, Heather, is like different than how she is? Or it felt kind of like a shift from her during the season to her at the reunion? Um, yes, I do. I was sort of surprised. Um, she did seem pretty feisty. <laughs> and yeah. 
in my opinion, what I think had happened is, as you saw all season, she was just always there for kind of everybody, and she kind of, like, took people's crap the whole season. And I think by the time the reunion happened, enough time had passed, that at that point she was just kind of mad, mm-hmm. you know? And I think she just showed up, you know, ready to tell people how she felt is, is kind of how I see it. But, I mean, I... I don't ever see her like that. So, but I also, I mean, we get along really well, you know, so I don't see her in settings where people are treating her poorly or, you know, whatever. Well, it does seem like Heather does want to get along. Like, I feel that from her. She Mm -hmm. wants to get along with people. I don't think she wants to. And and it's like, if I didn't know her, I was watching the show, I would think, like, her and Lisa's dynamic is crazy to me because I like to get along with everyone, too. But I, I, I don't think Lisa ever really gave her a chance. Mm. And I I think it kind of was, the, like she said on the reunion, like, Lisa referred her. So, like, she got her on the show. Yeah, do you know and the story? The um, just when, when they started filming, like, we didn't know it was going to be Real Housewives. It was just like talk about a reality show and they had contacted her and they'd done an interview and somehow Lisa, I think was the one that got them to Salt Lake. I'm not sure exactly the story, but she was the one that referred Heather. And so then when they started filming and all of a sudden she was like, acted like she had never met her or never had heard of her was like, wait, and I, they weren't friends in college. You know, it, that also played out for <laughs> way too long. If you ask yeah. me, <laughs> But, um, I mean, they did know each other. They had, they have a really close friend that they share, you know? So, I mean, Lisa got her on the show. So I, that was kind of bizarre to me, but I think she would love to be, I mean, I don't know about at this point, but she is really nice to everybody and like wants to be friends with everybody. And I I just don't think she ever gave her a shot to begin with. Okay. Uh, do you know Billy? I do know Billy. What can and you tell us about Billy? He, I loved Billy. He's really nice. Um, he's really... The Billy I knew then is different than the Billy now, if, oh, okay. if I can say that. Um, he was charming and funny and nice. And he was, you know, I don't think when she married him, she knew what she was quite getting into. I think it was a case of getting married young and we had moved to Huntington Beach where there's a really large singles ward. And if you didn't get married there, like the funny joke, I, I, I don't know how old you guys are, but the funny joke for us was we would always say like, I don't want to be Sherry Do. <laughs> which is funny because I'm 42 now and she was 40 at the time, but that was like our biggest fear. Like nobody wanted to be single at 40 and be Sherry do. So that was like our big joke. And I, I, I think her marrying Billy, like I, I can see why she married him. I think he was a good catch at the time. And I think, I think after so long, like, you know, she said it on the show, like the first time she kind of put her foot down at like, went awry you know mm-hmm. do you, do you uh, know I, her family I, um i don't know her family well no okay 
I think the question people ask me the most is about Billy. Because he kind of seems so much older than her. Like he seems like he's aged more severely than Heather, if I may. I mean, Heather looks great. Yeah, she looks great, but he also looks kind of frail. Well, she, and she's hip too, and mm-hmm. he seems... Skechers. Like he wears Skechers. Yeah. So you said that the the Billy then that you knew seems different from the Billy now. In what ways? Um. Well, like a lot of what you said when she married him, he was cool and nice and funny. And I mean, you would have looked at him and been like, you would have been like, oh, you know, like, of course she married Billy. Mm-hmm. The Billy now, I wouldn't recognize if I saw him on the street, you know. Um, mm. So I think, I, I, I don't know. I I don't know what else to say. I, I really don't. <laughs> You're I don't fine. To say about Billy, I think he's a great guy. I think he was a good husband for a time. You know, I think it just the end of the day, like it wasn't going to work. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we Emily and I. Every time we've seen Billy, we've said he seems perfectly fine. (laughs) He does seem. He seems nice. Um, I don't. I'm fascinated by Billy, but I don't think. And I don't know. I, I know divorce is hard and it's different for everybody, but he seems, I don't know how else to say this, but like kind of harmless. Oh, he's definitely harmless. Okay. Like he's a kind of person who'll always be supportive of her. He'll always show up to stuff. He'll mm-hmm. always like, they'll do things together as you saw. Not, not, I mean, not a ton, but like if there's, there's like nothing weird, like, if he has to come over and celebrate Valentine's, he's going to come over and celebrate <laughs> Valentine's. He's 100% harmless. Yeah. yeah. I, I, so. so to go back to when she was just cast, you knew she was on a reality TV show, but she didn't tell you it was Real Housewives. Is that correct? Well, in the beginning, they didn't know that. that it was it was like thrown around like a reality TV show, but it they weren't sure it was going to be with the franchise of Real Housewives, from what I understand. Oh, because they do those, like, one-off. Bravo does these, like, weird one-off, like, Doctors in Love and these other kind of shows. Okay. I guess I could see yeah. it being, like, a limited time. Here's some Utah people. Yeah, here are these and Mormons. I think, on Earth, would you come to Salt Lake? <laughs> you know? Right. <laughs> so, and honestly, they finally announced it. I was like, wait. Like the actual real house, <laughs> yeah, that's a huge deal, yeah. So, I kind of all along through the casting and through all of that, I didn't quite know what she was getting herself into. Um, you know, there's like that show, what's that show? Provo's most, Provo's <laughs> most eligible. <laughs> like, in my head, I'm picturing like the knockoff of Real Housewives, yeah, sure. So how was yeah. how was this process on her? Um, I think she loves every second of it. Okay, I mean, I think I think it was fun for her, and she does. She likes to meet people, and she likes to be, you know, she's just on all the time. Like she loves making strangers laugh. She mm-hmm. loves, you know. So it's just it's fun for her. I like, think she gets energy from this kind of interaction rather than like drained yeah. from it. Uh, yeah, and I, I think both. Like, I mean, she's also, you know, wants to 
after not talking to anybody. And, you know, I definitely can't get a hold of her as often, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I think she's enjoyed it. She knew what she was getting into, and I think she, her personality is perfect for it. Mm-hmm. I have a question. I don't know if you'll know the answer to it. Um, it maybe it's just for it the general. Um, th- so I have watched a little bit of the other seasons, and it seems like they just like pick random people, and they're not necessarily friends before, and they're just like let's orchestrate some social activities for this random group of women. Did she, was she like really good friends with any of those ladies before? Do you know? Um, no, I don't. She wasn't like when she says Whitney is her cousin, like they didn't find out they were cousins. It was like a weird, like, Oh wait, that's your grandpa. That's my, you know, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Like, so, and they're close now, but they knew we, I think her and Whitney knew each other before the show. Her and Lisa knew each other before the show. But, I, I mean, all the other ones, they just were cast together. So I don't know why I was under the impression she and Jen had some sort of acquaintance. Well, the show makes it look like that. So she and Jen weren't friends prior to filming? Um, I'm not positive. I, okay. They weren't close friends. I'd never heard of her before. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, they've known each other. I mean, like, I know who her close friends were. I'd never heard of her. Okay. Hmm. Hmm. The thickens there. (laughs) Do you think that Heather's going to have a boyfriend? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know how much I should say on the podcast, but, (laughs) like, when when someone first said you and Heather are a lot alike, it was because... This is way too much information because I loved in my single days to make out with random guys. And so did Heather. <laughs> and so the funny thing is you like get to relive all of this, like just making out with people. So I think she probably is loving it. I bet she probably <laughs> will get a boyfriend. I think she would love to have a boyfriend, you know, but I think it where she is, Right now in the church, I think it's hard in Utah, mm-hmm. you know, necessarily find people that are either not active at all and don't understand her situation or totally active and wouldn't date her, you know? Yeah. 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 Well, it's we want tricky. we want Heather to get a boyfriend. That's what we want most. For <laughs> I ask for what I want. I think it would be a really <laughs> fun journey to watch Heather just fall in love. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, oh, that- go ahead, Paige. Oh, I was just saying that date she went on was painful to watch. Yeah, (laughs) she was so funny at that date, though. That was for me prime comedic Heather. Yeah, she did not like his soda choices. Oh yeah, the the virgin drink. Yeah, I was feeling sad for him. Like, oh, he's watching this, thinking, oh, they're all making fun of me. Yeah, I hope he's okay. I feel like he seems confident. (laughs) He's He's going to bounce back. Um, He's talking someone else's ear off. Uh, so, do you do you think you know? We spent so much time on her divorce this season and on her faith transition. Do you think we'll see more of that in season two, or do you think she's ready to move on and the show will move on with her? I mean, I would hope so. I, I would hope we'd move on. I mean, there's I feel like they covered it all. Yeah, yeah. What's left to talk about? 
I mean, she is in the thick of, I mean, honestly, like if you, if I were to talk about Heather a year and a half ago or Heather two years ago, like it, it also is a completely different Heather, you know, like she said, like she was by the book Mormon through and through. And so she's definitely in the thick of kind of going through it all. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't know what else they could cover. Yeah. Do you think she's sick of talking about that? Or do you feel like it's really a part of her, like, day-to-day? Like, she's still really living it? I think she's really still living it. She she did a podcast on Mormon stories that I listened to, and it was really interesting. I don't ever listen to that podcast, but she was on it, so I listened. And it was, I mean, it's hours and hours of just, you know, from start to finish her her story and it it's pretty interesting because like you said like her family's really mormon she went on a mission she got married in the temple like she was and it wasn't until she got divorced that it kind of rocked her whole world you know mm-hmm. like okay now, and i did i watched her go through all of it i watched her friends kind of distance themselves from her i watched you know and i i know people think like she's being dramatic and that doesn't really happen and it did i watched it all you know hmm heartbreaking so this this transition happened before they started filming or was starting to happen before they started filming is that right yeah but i don't think she had to really address it you know it was Mm -hmm. a lot of i mean i don't think her girls knew anything i think she was just going through the motions of you know pretending to be who she was all along but kind of going through it on her own and I think the show kind of forced her to like be honest with her girls and you know because she knew like all of this stuff is going to come out I'm not going to blindside them you know so I I I think in real time it kind of forced her to be open and honest about it and kind of confront it yeah. Well, Paige, we know that you have to go. Thank you so much. Uh, we really appreciate it. Thank you. Oh, thank you, girls. Bye, Shug. Thanks, Paige. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> tell Bye, tell Justice I said hi. I will. I'll tell him. <laughs> okay, thanks. Okay.